Hey, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. You know, the other day I ended up spending some time with a few friends of mine from the tech industry and who are more focused on quality assurance as a process. For that matter, when we look at quality assurance, it applies to a lot of things in our life, doesn't it? It's not just about technology, it's also about any other realm, personal or professional. We need to make sure that whatever we produce, whether it's products, goods, services, solutions, PowerPoint presentations, speeches, whatever it is, there's a quality element attached to it. There's some aspect of it that shows that it's really thought through and it can execute flawlessly. And that's important when it comes to quality. You know, there is a famous tenet that applies to any project, be it tech or otherwise, although it has mostly been heard in the tech corridors or the tech circles of the world for a while now. If you want a speedy delivery, quality may not be optimal. That's what we are told. If you want speed, if you want it done quickly, don't expect a lot of quality or don't expect optimal quality. Expect a subpar product. How good is a subpar product even if it comes speedily when the quality is not where it should be? But if the delivery needs to be stellar as well, which is, you know, if you want a speedy product or if you want a speedy delivery of a product or solution, quality may not be optimal. But if the delivery needs to be stellar as well, costs will shoot up. So basically what that says is if you want speed and if you want it to be looking great, then the costs are going to go up. If you want to save on cost, it may take longer to deliver. So the idea is that at any given point in time, if you want great quality and you want a speedy delivery, then the costs are going to shoot up like crazy because you got to invest more in order to make that happen. If you want a speedy delivery and you don't want to spend a lot on it, then your quality may not be where it needs to be, which is basically you get a buggy product or a buggy service that you got to deal with. And if you want to save on cost at the same time, don't really care as much about quality, then the delivery is going to be delayed. So it'll take longer to deliver. So you got to plan for getting a product or service late into the market. So those are the tenets in terms of things around quality and costs and the speed of delivery. Basically, however you look at it, something's got to give between cost, time and quality. Apparently, you can't have all of them at the same time. Well, that's where I beg to differ. You know, it's an old adage and many a project has been delivered and continues to be delivered in this guise where they say you can't have all of them together. You know, one or the other is going to give if you try to get the other aspect of it between quality, time and cost. You know, I believe projects can and need to be delivered in earnest. The sooner you get to the market, the better off you are. You want to be able to get to the market the soonest with your features and functionality so that you can be one of the first players in the market and take over the majority of the customer base. In fact, that's the current market ask which is they ask for projects to be delivered in earnest. And if you don't respond to it, what you get to the market may be a tad bit too late to create any demand. For the market expectations have moved on a lot further due to the competition taking over. So you might be building a certain set of features saying that you're going to get it to the market at a certain point in time. And if you're delayed, somebody else has already taken that to the market. And by the time your product is ready and you get to the market, those features are probably old or obsolete 
and the market's already looking at the latest and the greatest. And what you get to the market in a delayed fashion may not really hold in the market as a product. So all the work that you've put into it just goes waste. Now, does speed really mean more cost? Not necessarily, I think. It's not about how complex the work at hand is, or how enormous a job it is, or how many resources will it consume in order to speedily do it. It's about how well-planned the execution is. What kind of strategy and preparation have gone into that plan itself? And what options are tapped to execute in an agile mode? So the idea is, if you prepare enough, and if you've really done your homework well, it's not exactly about cost. There are still ways and means of executing flawlessly and getting your products and services into the market on time and with high quality. So speed doesn't really have to mean less quality. And in order to ensure great quality, do we need to spend more money and need more time? Again, I think that's just regressive thinking. Here's a popular saying in the project management world. Every birth takes nine months. Similarly, every project needs the time it deserves. You can deliver what takes nine months within a month just by adding more resources. You know, I agree to the above to a certain extent. Throwing more resources at a problem doesn't necessarily solve it. However, there's a threshold after which certain changes can be brought about, either by induction of the right resources, parallel processing where possible, or taking productivity to a higher level by managing the team mechanics to deliver. So again, it goes back to preparation, it goes back to thinking out of the box solutions and doing things in a fashion, in a such an efficient fashion that you can execute flawlessly and effectively. Speed to market or deliver doesn't mean less optimal quality or more cost at all. When it comes to quality, How's that perceived within the team at work? And how it's executed upon become very, very crucial. The team needs to believe in it first. If there's a professional quality assurance team in place to handle that function for any project, then it's only viable if the scale of the project demands it. In such situations, it's also important to ensure that the whole project team clearly understands the precise objectives of the quality assurance team. So basically, know what the team is there in place for, understand what their responsibilities and accountabilities are, and don't overload them with anything else. From requirements gathering to the architecture design, every function has to be focused on simplicity and speedy delivery. That's how the team has to execute as one unit. Developers have to be on top of their game to ensure cutting-edge code is going out and the quality is checked within their realm before it goes out the door. Developers can't just create code and throw it over the wall to the quality assurance team to check. They themselves also have a certain amount of accountability to what they create in order to be able to do that first due diligence before they throw it over the wall for the quality assurance team to do their job. QA should be more focused on functional review to meet market needs and push the envelope for a speedy delivery. QA should be focused from a business perspective than from an IT or a development perspective. That's where you'll get a product speedily into the market. If the team works in this fashion, orchestrating in high productivity modes, miracles are definitely possible, where costs are kept under control 
and high-quality product reaches the market on time. However, the truth of the matter is that, in more cases than not, the quality assurance team ends up being a gatekeeper for the work churned out by the development team. And we see it all the time. And that's where the issue rests. It rests between how the dev team and the quality team are functioning together, their dynamics. Now we have this DevOps as a concept, and that's trying to solve it to a certain extent. But still, although you're looking to pass the baton, how you pass the baton and what each person understands in terms of what their particular job or role is in passing the baton and what the ripple effect of their work is in other departments becomes very, very important and vital in order to ensure that they work as one single team flawlessly. A top-notch development team should not need a quality assurance team behind its heels, cross-checking each line of code being churned out. The development team should be accountable for what they deliver and should be proud of the job they do sans the quality team. The quality team, as I said before, should be just focused on ensuring the market gets what it demands. In fact, their work should be, as far as possible, non-existent. And the day we get there with minimalistic or non-existent quality teams would be the day where cost and time also do not have as much bearing on projects and what gets delivered to the market. The best part, neither the creator nor the consumer would have any apprehension as to the product or service that has been put out in the market. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please make sure that you subscribe on your favorite platform to Plan B Success Podcast. Please ensure you spread the word. Let others know about the content as well so they may benefit. Please make sure that your friends and others that you think will benefit subscribe to Plan B Success Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.